able to walk in love in the face of evil. And that would be one sentence that summarizes Ephesians. Again, when we stand in grace and receive grace power, we are able to walk in love in the face of evil. And we live in an evil time. And therefore, not Galatians, Ephesians speaks to this. And I'm just going to read actually quite a big bit of Ephesians to you uh, this evening. And so if you want to follow along on the screens, you, you're more than uh, happy to do that. If you have a Bible and you'd like to follow along in your Bible, you can do that. Uh, there will be a little jumping around, but for the most part, it will be in chronological order. Let's get started. Ephesians chapter 1, starting in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which with he has, which with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption. Through his blood, the forgiveness of all trespasses, according to the richness of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mysteries of his will, according to the purpose which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who worked all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were forced to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. To God be the glory. Jump down to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, and it says, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you once walked, following the course of this world, follow the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, oh, praise the Lord, but God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he has loved, uh, which he loved us, even though we were dead in our trespasses to sin, made us alive together with Christ. 
By grace have you been saved. By what, church? Grace. By grace you have been saved. And it raises us up with Christ and seated us with Christ in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ. Wow. So that in the coming ages he might show his immeasurable richness of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not result of works, so that no one may boast in themselves. We boast in the cross. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Whose workmanship are we? God's workmanship, saved by grace. Can we stand in that grace? We stand in that identity that we are saved by grace. We are seated at the right hand of God. We are in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, all by grace. And that not of ourselves. It is a gift of God not in works. And my encouragement to you, my, my, my call to you tonight is to stand in God's grace. To take these two chapters of Ephesians and, and, and know them and, and, and ingrain them, meditate them on them. Know that all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places are yours in Christ Jesus. For you have confessed Jesus is Lord and Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you are saved. And if you have not done that tonight, then tonight is that opportunity to confess Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved and you too can stand in grace. Oh, grace. Grace, grace, grace that is greater than all my sin, precious grace. May we stand in the grace and in the favor of our God. And in that grace and in that standing, we'll to then do the next thing. The next thing is not just to stay and stand there, but it, at, at grace, this grace is grace power. This grace comes from God, and it's not just a grace to save us, but it's a grace that changes us. And so I encourage you also tonight to receive grace power. Listen to these passages. Paul prays for the Ephesians church. He's he, he praying about this great truth of standing in grace. And he says, for this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks to you, remembering you in all my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him. Having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. Which are the riches and glorious inheritance in the saints. And what is this, this right here? What is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe? 
according to the walking of his great might, that he walked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the age to come. And he put all things under his feet and he gave him his head over all things to the church. Grace power. Grace power to us, the church, to live a victorious life, to live and to walk in love. The church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Jump over to Ephesians 3, chapter 7. I mean, three, chapter 3, verse 7, sorry. Of this gospel I was made a minister, this gospel of grace that which we stand, according to the gift of God's grace which was given to me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable richness or the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to bring to light for everyone the, what is plain, the mystery hidden for all ages in God who created all things. To, so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to rulers and authorities in heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he, God, had realized in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask that you do not lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. And see, Paul's in prison. He's suffering for them in prison. For this reason, I bow my knee before the Father. Listen to this. And this is often a prayer that I pray for each one of you. For this reason, I bow my knee before the Father, from whom, whom every family in heaven and earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Through his spirit. Strengthened with what? Power. Receive grace power in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, what is the length, what is the height, what is the depth. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness Now to him is able to do far more exceedingly abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us. Grace, power. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Receive 
grace power. You see, we, we have the reality of we stand in grace. The salvation is purchased for us, and we receive grace power. Grace is not just a status, but it is a transformation force that Christ brings into our heart in the spirit, and it changes us. And we need to receive that power into our lives. It's so interesting because that power works regardless of whether we, we know it or not. Because he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. You are whose workmanship? God's workmanship. What deeds are you working in? Walking in the deeds that he has prepared beforehand for you to walk in them. Receive grace power. Grace power is that power that is there at the throne of grace to receive mercy and grace to help in our time of need. Grace power is that work in every believer, changing them and transforming them that we trust in the power of God. Do we trust in the power of God to forgive us? Do we trust in the power of God to change us? Receive grace power. And in receiving grace power, we come together and we walk in the unity of love in the face of evil. We walk in the unity of love in the face of evil. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which with which, to which you have been called. We are to walk in a manner worthy. We walk in a manner worthy by standing in grace and receiving grace power. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There's one body and one spirit. Just as you were called for one, to one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all who is over all, through all, and in all. We are called to be in the unity of love, to be one with God and one with each other as the body of Christ. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, when it says he ascended on high, he led hosts of captives and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean that he also descended into the lower regions of the earth, who descended is the one who is also ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave apostles, and he gave the apostles, he gave the prophets, he gave the evangelists, he gave the shepherds, he gave the teachers, he gave the administrators, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature manhood, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. 
so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carrying about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitfulness of schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint in which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of the time because the days are Satan doesn't want us to walk in love. Satan wants us to be divided. Satan wants us to fight amongst us or each other. He wants us to be unforgiving. He wants us to be bitter. He wants us to hold grudges. But he's calling us to walk in love. And I want you to now tell you, if you stand in grace, you receive grace power, you can walk in the love that God is calling you to. Because it is his power, his work, his project in you that will bring you into that. Will you step into that with gentleness? Will you step into that with humility? And say, not I, but Christ in me. The life that I now live by the flesh, I live by the grace of the Son of God who gave himself up for me. Will you make that your voice, your motto? Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine. For that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making a melody in your heart. A melody to the Lord with your heart. Giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jump over to, with me to chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, finally be strong in the Lord, in the strength of his might. Whose might? His might. We stand in grace power. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. The whole armor of God is to stand in grace. It's the grace of God given to us, the work of Christ. And as we go through this, we'll see the work of Christ fleshed out in each piece of this armor. It's our identity. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. We're at war. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able withstand to withstand in the evil day everything and having done all to stand firm. Stand in grace. Receive grace power. Walk in love. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as 
and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. And in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the spoken word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. We walk in love. We walk in love by loving one another, by standing in grace, receiving grace power, and that we put on the whole armor of God so that when we engage with our brothers and sisters and when we engage with the world, we do it with Love. And when Satan tells us lies, we stand in the truth of love. God loves me, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That I am not saved by my own merit and my own work, but I'm saved by the grace of God. That I'm the work of God. I'm his workmanship. If you have a problem with me, you say, and you take it up with God, because if God is for me, then who can be against me? We walk in love, loving one another, and we're empowered to love one another, to show care for one another by receiving grace power. We receive grace power by knowing, yet not I, but Christ in me. I ask you this evening will you stand in grace God's grace is there will you stand in grace will you receive grace power to walk and transform your life will you will you recognize that will you step into that will you lean into that knowing that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is at work in you And in doing those things, will you then be empowered to walk in love? Love when that irritating congregant keeps irritating you? Love when they did it again? Love when Satan tries to divide, we come together. When Satan sows lies, we tell the truth. Love, love your kids, love your spouse, love your neighbor. Will you walk in love? This is what God has called each of us to, to walk in love with him in response to the love that he has clearly demonstrated to us. And in loving him, then we are to love each other. Most problems in most people's lives comes down to that. They stop loving. So I encourage you, stand in grace, receive grace power, and walk 
in glory. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your grace. And we choose to stand in it. We thank you for your power, your grace power that is active in all our lives and that we can come boldly before your throne of grace to receive mercy and grace to help in our time of need. And that it's that very power of grace that raised Jesus from the dead that is alive and active in us. Wow, thank you. May we stand in that identity and respond to you in love and live out our lives in love. A sacrificial love, not a selfish love, but a love that puts others before ourselves. A love that, that lifts you up and glorifies you. We thank you for your love and for the opportunity to love each other. May you empower us to do it well. Thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen.